Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? Doing good, Connor. A little bit sleepy today, I'll mm. be honest. Uh, I was at, I was at a party for a film last night. In fact, uh, Ooh, get, okay. getting some scoops. It's coming out on Netflix soon. It's about a dragon, and he's very nice. He's a very polite, nice dragon. And what's it called? It's called My Father's Dragon. Oh, okay, uh, free advertising. Uh, yeah, well, like, the, the, I mean, Netflix is doing a lot of regular advertising. <laughs> I think they might no, not my, need you. <laughs> no, my girlfriend worked on it, and it's really, it's, it's a very good film. Uh, they had a cake shaped like the dragon. It was really fucked up that I had to eat the dragon, because he's a very nice dragon. He's voiced by the kid from Stranger Things. Uh, cool. Finn Wolfhard? Yeah. No, no, the other one. The other one. Uh, <laughs> Gaten. Gaten Mazzarazzo. Ah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I think that's, that's movie-based. I, th- I think that's pretty good. Um, you were also at a comic book writers uh, event this morning, so that's pretty. I cool. I was Declan Shalvey, the dude who he drew Moon Knight, the twenty fourteen run, which is what mm. the Disney Plus series based a lot on. So I've been doing the legwork, Connor, in terms of comic book movie news. You're kind of like a reporter out in the field, because to be honest with you, I haven't left my house. Je- do you know what? I'm jealous, honestly, because I'm, I'm wrecked, lad. I'm shattered. I've had two social engagements this weekend. It's broken me. Takes it out Need to recharge my social battery. Um, so, Sean, this is Movie Mondays. It's one of those weeks where we had the amazing, the amazing thing happen to us, as it tends to happen, mm. is that we were, we released last week's Movie Mondays episode, and then a certain piece of news dropped on Tuesday, which was revolving a man with tree claws who's very angry and yes. you text me on whatsapp it was like what the fuck <laughs> why on <laughs> tuesday <laughs> every time consistently those fuckers announce major developments <laughs> on a tuesday i don't understand it so we are gonna have to i do realize it's nearly a week old we are gonna have to touch on it like it's the first time we're all hearing about it because this episode only comes out once a week <laughs> And we can't it's just true. have like an emergency episode on the Tuesday. Um, what if we just did like a five minute episode every time something newsworthy Just really happened? quick thoughts. Just re- yeah. you completely ruin the whole concept of the, of the big show. No, yeah, like like Scrap Movie Mondays. It's just like at yeah. random points during the day. 
I'll just like send a voice note to you. You do your thoughts on that and we'll put that up on Podbean for everyone. Is that good? That's uh, we seem to be losing listeners. <laughs> I don't know What's why. What's happening here? We've had more content ever before. <laughs> um, so if you could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on. But Sean, we've got to start in the MCU, um, but not where you want to start because uh. Blade director leaves the MCU project. Script reportedly is in trouble and it's hindering film. <laughs> My God. That's a that's a that's a that's a DC level news story mm, that we're getting yeah. there from Marvel. Um, it's been a while since we got one of these from the MCU. It has, I think. Like, you know, like we've had directors leave and like things like that, and changes made, but never has the thing been like, no, the script is just bad. Like, it's not working. <laughs> like Mahershala Ali is signed on to be Blade. It all looked, I mean, from the outside for us for the last probably for the last year or so. It's look pretty solid. I mean, like Oscar-winning actor. You've got a great, um, you've got a great history of good movies. The last Blade movies, pretty good. Other than the third one, let's not get into it. But mm-hmm. they were going to bring him into this world, and then hopefully they were going to have like a, a weird, like underground vampire area of MCU. Which I mean, why not? Let's do it. Um, and then maybe yeah. introduce the Midnight Suns and all that stuff. But this news is kind of. It's actually caught me off guard because I was just like, I just assumed that it was going to be good. Yeah, it's like the child who you like, you don't really worry about too much. Like they'll just, they'll be grand, they'll do their own thing and, you know, they'll come home and do their homework. Mm. But it's it, it, like Blade is not the one that I foresaw being a problem, at least from a, you know, a scripting perspective or a a, a production side of things. I thought that one would be fairly locked down, you know. Yeah. Um, how far into making Blade are they? They are a few weeks before filming. They were meant to start filming in November. <laughs> right, and they now have no director and a script that's been thrown Apparently up the, the script is only roughly 90 pages long and features exactly two lacklustre action scenes, says Oof. one insider. So, so the, general, the general rule as well with scripting is that uh, it's about a page a minute. Mm. Uh, for films so you're talking Blade being a 90 minute MCU film which uh, Mahershala Ali said to be very frustrated with the process of what's going on Um, and the thoughts behind this is obviously this is a rumour but it's it's said that Kevin Feige may be spread too thin that he can't get to all of the places at once Um, and so maybe this has slipped under the radar because like ourselves you were like right look I think this is going to be good. We can kind of leave them to it. Maybe, yeah, because he's been he's been like doing all this like multiverse balancing and everything like that over the last few films. He was like, mm. "Oh, the one about the vampire killer that'll probably just be." Can't okay. mess that up. That, that's surely, locked in. That's surely solid. not. But like, it's I, I I wonder where you go from here because presumably they'll just have to do a full rework of the script mm. uh, and then get the new director in. Um, Basim T- Tariq was the director who was on it, um, and he's been on it for uh, obviously since the since the announcement. Um, so it's actually quite strange that like you start filming in, in November, you've got a ninety page script that nobody's happy with, and it's just like okay, I'm gonna leave now. Obviously, they've been doing a lot of press releases over the last week to like cover this up. Like it was perfectly fine. He just had scheduling conflicts. You know how it is. Mm. He had other things on, so he couldn't do a Marvel MCU big movie with Blade. <laughs> you know, he just had to you know uh, do a smaller movie for less money. <laughs> yeah, it's I like. The the thing is now is that they're getting a replacement. Is do you do you get someone just safe, you know, who who's competent enough to do the job? Essentially, yeah. It, it's you, it's. I mean, it's meant to release November of next year. That's not happening. That's <laughs> not happening now because they have to now film it, edit it, and put it out for November of next year. Is that's lunacy? They're not doing that in a year and what a month. Yeah, no, I don't think they can turn that around, honestly. Not in a, a in a particularly good way. I also think there was a kind of a lot riding on Blade being, be, you know, for Blade to be good. Because it would be like, it's the new cornerstone of like that more, you know, the supernatural 
like demon devil stuff of the MCU. And I think to bring that in, I mean, I pretty up until this point, they've been pretty rock solid. Like you got Mahashla, Mahashla Ali in Oscar winning actor, pretty yeah. good at his job, right? You get some writers behind it. You've got Blade. I mean, you have a whole history of storylines to choose from as well. There's, there was no reason this couldn't be the cornerstone that they wanted it to be. It wasn't going. There's no weak links. It's not like Jared Leto is leading this, and we're like, don't, not sure, not sure the leader. Yeah. What? Okay. Now, maybe look. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise, right? Maybe they get Matt Reeves in to direct a blade. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just wants Matt. He's wrecked. He's a hot commodity right now. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, I read a tweet, and I don't want to take credit for this idea, because I read a tweet, and genuinely, it, like, it blew my mind, that Kevin Feige, getting the, the money truck, um, that mm-hmm. the truckload of money that he drives around, I can only assume, to all of these projects, yeah. um, drive it straight up a long driveway, oh, who opens the door but Jordan Peele, and <gasps> dump so much money on Jordan Peele's garden to be like, Jordan... We want you to do Blade. Yeah, it's kind of horror. You love it's, horror, it's Jordan. It's kind of horror. And you could even do some racial overtones, undertones as well for him coming into the Marvel MCU. And you're Absolutely. literally the most qualified person in all of Hollywood to do a movie like this. <laughs> I, would he do? Would Jordan Peele do an MCU? No. Do you but, think? Yeah. But I mean, he's probably doing some other fucking amazing film that, he, that he's just making up out of his own head. But... I, I couldn't. I could not get that idea out. Once I read it once, I was like, "Yeah, Jordan yeah. Peele's the perfect human being to do this." That is very true. I would really like to see that. I like. We're definitely not going to see that. <laughs> no. Uh, like I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think of any. Get Greta Gerwig in. She'd probably give it a good like, shake. There's, there's no way, especially Jordan Peele would sign on now without, like, wanting to rewrite the whole script. And he's definitely not doing November 2023 release date. He's like, we're releasing this in 2025, and you're giving me free reign at a year and a half to write the script. That's the only way I'm doing this. Yeah, because, like, there's got to be... Like, because the next three years of the MCU are fucking packed. Yes, jam-packed. There's not a huge amount of wiggle room on where stuff can go. Mm. And then you'll have to, like release one thing early if you want to push back like it's a whole mess that's going to happen but um, I, I also I, I, sorry I also like the, like the, the note that uh, like Kevin Feige is being spread too thin like absolutely absolutely he's he been is. doing that but for years also, though yeah but there's also like infinite number of like Marvel Studios production people who should be capable of managing other things. Yeah, it can't just like, be like, he has to be there for anything to work. Surely there's somebody else qualified in the last 15 years that's been brought in that you're like, oh, you're actually pretty good too. You're kind of like Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, 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 you uh, like, I'm all for like, yeah, Kevin Feige's really, really good at his job and he absolutely knows his shit. But like, he should be able to say like, hey, you look after this mm. and you look after this. And you look after mutants, and you look after this. Like, and that being a normal, that's a normal chain of command that would happen in a studio. Yeah, and then you run it by Kevin every few months. But maybe that's what happened here. Maybe Kevin did put somebody on this. I was like, look, you look after that. You give me updates every few months. Let me know what's going on. And then the yeah. updates came back and like, nobody's happy. Everyone hates the script. Script is terrible. The director wants to leave, and your main actor also hates the movie and is kind of like regretting signing on. Like anytime these stories come out, it sucks because like the movie's not made yet, and it could be excellent. Could but be excellent if it comes out and it's bad. This is all going to be pointed at as being, oh, we should have known. We should have mm-hmm. known from everything we heard. You know. I think it's because whoever comes in, you're firefighting from the start. It's it's yeah. like a poison chalice. Like you get the movie, but the movie's not anywhere near where it needs to be. So you're kind of coming in and actually like making up for mistakes takes way longer than just starting fresh and just working with what your vision is. Yeah. Now look, and you know there are examples of things working. Like the first Iron Man, I think there's there was like twenty percent of a script for that movie. But well, Favreau uh, was on from the very start. He knew what he wanted. Whereas here, you're coming in as a second director. The first director's already been there. It's like we're going this direction. Yeah. And then, so you can't. Do- 
we're going this direction in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even if like, yeah, if, even if you get a super talented director, you don't have the time or, or you know, maybe the budget to do everything you want to do. Because, yeah, yeah, it's already been pre-approved. Like, I would love if like, you know, get Edgar Wright in. Have him take. He's not coming back. <laughs> no, but it, it, well, it did kind of happen with it, uh, Ant-Man. Uh, Edgar Wright was signed on. He was he, then there was creative differences. Peyton yeah. Reed came in, and then Ant-Man's fine. You know, it's a fine this, movie. I, that that's kind of Peyton Reed did really well to make that fine. Because yeah. he's obviously a completely different person. <laughs> I don't know if that's like breaking news, but they're different people. And so if you've ever come on a project halfway through and somebody else has been doing it, you're like, okay, what am I doing? How do I, how do I stick to what they did, but also do some things that I want to do without like yeah. making it weird? Um, so yeah, I do think this is going to be a strange one to, to bring somebody else in, especially this soon. Like this suit, sorry, principal photography was meant to start next month, but like, I mean, that's going to have to be pushed back for several months, which is not very good for all of phase five and phase six of the MCU because it's all lined up perfectly that they weren't expecting something like this to happen. Is Black Panther the end of phase four? Yes. Or is it the start of phase five? No, the end of phase four. Okay, so then, right, so we're, we're at the end of phase four, which people say was largely like you know the general consensus is that it was kind of aimless and a lot of it felt unfinished and the first production that's starting after that is without a script and a director at the minute and it's meant to come out next november but it's not coming out next november there's not a whole <laughs> they, they'll probably do november. something cheeky and like swap it mm-hmm. with something that was meant to come out in april of 24 probably just to yeah. give it an extra few months I'd say, yeah, I'd say so. Like what they did with um, uh, Multiverse of Madness and yeah. No Way Home. Like just, you know, switch the slots in the calendar, yeah. basically. Um, okay, we're going to move on to another, another piece of news, Sean, but this is a better piece of news, right? Oh, and it, okay. I think it's going to excite you. And I know, like, you're, look, you're a bit of a sleepy okay. boy today. He, so yeah. I brought in news. It's going to be bullshit news that no one studio cares about. And my favourite studio, Sony. They're, of course, nailing go. it. Every single yeah. movie. Out, out of the, the ballpark. Park. Home run. This is Everyone a really go tough home. character to deal with, by the way. <laughs> Just emotionally, it's really tough on me. Just because no one, no one thinks you're being serious is the thing. <laughs> Everyone knows. Someone would say, stop the bit, Connor. It's been too many episodes. I say, no, no, no. We go no. harder at the bit. Commit um, to the bit. Triple um, down on the bit. So it's the reboot everybody has been clamoring for as Tarzan is getting another reboot planned at Sony and it'll be a total reinvention for the 21st century. Do, do Sony own Tarzan? They must. How does that work? That's a famous Disney movie, is Tarzan. Oh, is this the George of the Jungle? Or no, not George of the Jungle. No. um, The live action Tarzan. Yeah, the live action Tarzan. It's not animated Tarzan. Right, okay. Mm. I, like... The, the, this is just like just like like the way Sony's trying to copy the MCU. This just reads like, oh, they're trying to copy the Disney live action remake buzz that's been going for the last decade. So, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Sony is planning a complete overhaul of Tarzan, the character we all know and love, Sean. The massive franchises that are around Tarzan at the minute, a complete overhaul. Um, with their plans being described as a total reinvention of the character and the intellectual property that it is. How do you do an over to- a total reinvention of Tarzan? Yeah. <laughs> Tarzan's whole thing, orphan boy raised in jungle by gorillas. That's Tarzan. I have How the do you reinvent job. that? Go ahead. Everyone else grows up in the jungle. Tarzan, suit man. He's a businessman. He's the only businessman in the world. And he goes to the think jungle. You, I think they're describing Planet of the Apes. <laughs> no, they all come to a bit of a little bit of a jungle known as the concrete jungle, Sean. So they all ah. come visit him. And he's raised by computers. And so he's kind of a weirdo. He's he's a bit like um, Fassbender in those alien resurrection movies. Like, he's a bit iffy. He, he's not one to be trusted. And ultimately ends up killing them all one by one in a total alien kind of situation. Right, but would you not just watch Alien then if that's what you're after? It's a reinvention you know? of Tarzan, Sean. I'm really trying for Sony here. They've gave me $50 million <laughs> to come up with this. 
I, it's just a very it's a very weird thing to full out, you know come out straight away and be like no we're reinventing it we're changing everything um like just d- doing Tarzan again I think would be more successful than that mm. um unless they like you know maybe yeah like concrete jungle and do it that way or they're uh it's it's a, it's set in the far future and he's from the past and so he's like he's 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 like a stupid boy but they're all from the future <laughs> that's also, the tagline put that in the poster there's also the situation that Tarzan is actually both private and public domain Sony Pictures purchased the screen rights um, early stories involving Tarzan however are technically fair game as they sit in the domain of the public so anyone can do these movies as well Sean now we also had I'm pretty sure Skarsgård was Tarzan in like 2015 a pretty positive a live action really? don't look at me like that Sean he looked at me confused there's a live action Tarzan movie that came out in 2015 with Skarsgård in it and maybe 2015 2016 I'm not quite sure of the year um, right. Uh, that was like within the last 10 years. <laughs> but we're getting a reinvention again. The Legend of Tarzan 2016. What the fuck? Told Alexander ya. Skarsgård, <laughs> Margot Robbie, Sam Jackson, Christoph Waltz, Jimon <laughs> Hansu, Jim Broadbent. What is this cast? <laughs> it's a great cast. I have I have no idea that this movie ever exists. Did you miss that? I think it, what the, what what was the release date? I'm sure Wikipedia tells you. It was uh, 2016. No, the sorry, the month. Oh, uh, that was it. Was June, uh, June of 2016. At, so it just came out after Civil War. Came out in May. Right. That so might nobody be was it. seeing Tarzan. <laughs> it had a budget of 180 million dollars. It <laughs> yeah, made 356 million dollars. <laughs> it was a massive film. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. What's the studio on that? Was so did Sony do that? Uh, that was da, 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 geez, there's so many fucking This was Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. So the Warner Brothers then had like a, a, a string of like they did Tarzan and then they did that weird Hercules movie. They as actually well. had a poor they had a poor twenty sixteen because like Batman vs. Superman came out February that year. Oh so they followed BVS followed by Tarzan. <laughs> Just the classic tag team combo. <laughs> so, Sean, are you, I mean, first of all, reinvention yeah. of this character, does anyone care? Two, would you go see it if it was possibly a good trailer? <laughs> I don't, I genuinely, I don't think so. Uh, I'm in the mood at the minute where I'm not putting time into things that I'm not, like, interested in. So... Right. Look, Tarzan doesn't do it for me. Soundtrack to the animated Tarzan movie. Oh. Slaps. Oh, boy. Absolutely just unreal. No need to go that hard. No, no need at all. Phil Collins just said, nah, fuck <laughs> it, I'll just change the entire game of soundtracks. Some, someone had that in a, a picture of like the Disney execs going, all right, Phil, we just need a, a soundtrack. You don't need to go that hard. And then just the piano's on fire. And, and <laughs> yeah. it. It's like, yeah, I got a little something in the tank. <laughs> Let me, I'm, I can throw something together very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Elton John with Lion King. There was no need. Lads, no need. Just chill the beans. You're fine. Just do it half the. This is nowadays they would just do like a mediocre job and just like get paid the fifty million. But back then, they didn't understand the game. Just coast, coast after your name. Don't be going that big. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like don't don't excel at all. Just be like get a <laughs> mid level. But like so, I mean, Sony has music. Like they'll own a lot of music. You know, like they publish a lot of music, so they could use any song they want. Mm. In Tarzan, maybe a bit of Wah. a bit of Rihanna, Rihanna, umbrella, because oh, because Tarzan's in the rain at once. Because he's in the rain, he wants an umbrella, and he doesn't yeah, have yeah, an yeah. umbrella, but he oh. he wants one. But he's a jungle man. He's a <laughs> he's a jungle man. That's true. <laughs> he turned in from a jungle boy <laughs> to a jungle Jesus man. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if anyone doesn't remember, The Legend of Tarzan came out in 2016. What a fucking cast, <laughs> but <laughs> nobody remembers it. Um, we're getting a live-action Tarzan remake from Sony. I can only conclude it's going to be fine. Um, moving At on best. to our, 
At best. <laughs> Moving on. I don't think you can get better in live action with Skarsgård, Samuel L. Jackson, Margot Robbie. No, yeah, I feel like that movie had every chance to be great. And, they just and if that, didn't, if that didn't slap, as the kids say, Sean, nothing will. I think, actually, if you get that, just get that same movie and just release it again, it'll probably do better this time. I actually, that's so weird. I do think it would. <laughs> because, like, the last five years, like, you just Margot Robbie alone. Like, cut a new trailer, just put it out again. When was Wolf of Wall Street? 2013, maybe? twenty. 20- yeah, maybe 2013. 2013, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she she was pretty big, but, like, now she's much bigger than she was even then. Um, yeah, cause she's got Harley Quinn and everything like that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to move on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And this is a piece of news that really confused me. Um, and okay. it also has to do with Marvel. We've got a, some confusing Marvel news. No DC news. <laughs> no really? One. All week. Just pure Marvel. And just like quite other general news stories. But like, normally we have at least one DC studio on fire somewhere. But they ha- nothing's happened. Um, yeah, Marvel's the really taking chaos. the heat this week. <laughs> just the general chaos is there every day. Um, because Marvel's Armor Wars is no longer being developed as a Disney Plus series. Instead, it's going to be planned as a movie. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, mm, I think I like this, you know. Oh, okay, interesting. I, now, look, I, I, look the, uh, I think it'll be cool to see, like, you know, Rhodey and War Machine and probably, like, Ironheart will be in there as well, mm-hmm. um, just armouring about. But a lot of the complaints, because Armour Wars was announced in, like, the first round of Disney Plus shows. Where it's like, we're doing an Armour Wars show. Uh, it's it's happening. Or like, it was announced fairly close to the start of them doing all of these series. And a lot of those series have the problem where it feels like it they could have been a movie and like trim the fat. You know, like trim episode but three and four out my, of it, essentially. My um, rebuttal of that would be, though, that of all the series announced, this was the one I didn't want to see the most. <laughs> In terms really? of a movie. Like, one division turned that into a movie. I think that'd be pretty cool. Loki, I think, also very cool. Um, but I, I've seen Armor Wars with Don Cheadle, and I was like, okay, that's that's fine. That's the most I probably won't watch it series of all. But I think, I think they're... Um the 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 idea of having an Iron Man style character in a movie, I think that will sell a bit better mm. and a bit easier. I think they probably want to push Rhodey to the front a bit more, um, because he has just been in the background for like most of the the MCU. I mean, he was a pure he was pure anarchy in in the last Avengers film. He was like talking about killing babies and all sorts. <laughs> Yeah, I think they just let Don Cheadle loose and just like, have fun with it, man. Um, I also but, think it's probably it's probably used more so as a push of Ironheart. Like, yes, this this is the big development announcement, like movie to be like Ironheart's in the MCU and is like the next big thing over the next few years. I think so. Yeah, and like because we're going to see her in um, Wakanda Forever coming up soon as well. Mm. Um, so I think it. it I, it, because also we didn't see Armor Wars mentioned at D23 or anything like that so it was kind of like kind of confusing about like oh what's happening with that again so the fact that they're making it a film I think it'll probably work better as two two and a half hours versus you know six 30 minute episodes spread out over six weeks I I I'm, I think we might have to disagree on this in terms of I think this would be better as a series I, I, I think it'll. Mm, I think it'll do. It'll make more money as a film than as a series. I don't think it's going to make that much money. I think it's going to add, from my point of view, the MCU at the minute is riding a wave of meh. It's riding a wave yeah. of well, it could be better, but I'm not that interested. Interest rates are probably as the lowest of they've been for quite a few years. I don't know if an Armor Wars movie is going to be like fuck. They're back to their best. Better go watch an MCU film. Okay, but can I make a rebuttal? Oh, I'm all about the butts. Go on. There's one way 
there's one thing in my head that justifies turning this into a movie. Yes. And that gives the studio confidence that it will do well. I You're going to say something big? Go on. They're going to bring back Tony Stark in somewhere. There's no way. They'll do a the absolute, like... So what? This this movie isn't even in production yet. It's going to come out twenty twenty six. Yeah, probably so. Just like before that. Secret Wars, he come back. As a, he's come back as a scroll. He comes back as a scroll. That's terrible English. He comes back that, as a scroll. <laughs> that's Secret Invasion. You're thinking of? Yes, yeah, uh, no, yeah. Secret Wars is the like multiverse pull from all different realities. Put them all together. Oh. Uh, 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 look, I, I think, I think we could get like, a hologram. I, Abs- yeah. look, we are talking about a story later, and you want to tell me that they're not comfortable with ruining a legacy. Okay, that's fair enough. But <laughs> the, the to- I suppose the logic in that is that's from the future where he dies, whereas we've seen Tony die. That's fair. That's true. Doesn't mean he's dead. It's like if this was a comic book, right? If they did an Armor Wars run of yeah, comics after the death alive. of Tony Stark, absolutely that man is coming back to life. Every comic book is like, did he die in the last one? Well, he's back. There's a better thing for a way to fucking bring him back. Like, the, like the, I don't know if you're like following the X Men comics at all at the minute, but no. it's like canonically, there's a thing that Krakoa, the mutants, when they die, they just come back to life on Krakoa. <laughs> it just, that's what happens now. I don't know. Like, the comic book thing is, it was a clone that died. You've seen a clone die. This is the real one. They're alive. Don't worry about it, right? Shut up your fucking face. Right? Um, yeah. I, I don't want to see Tony back. Um, I don't either, but I think they're going to do it. But you know what? Now that you've said that, the cynical side of me is like, they're 100% having the trailer. It's going to be two and a half minutes long of like, Rhodey doing shit. And then you see Iron Heart. And then the ends when you hear Tony's voice. That's the first trailer. You don't see him. You just hear his voice. And you're like a proper Patrick Stewart shit. Or you hear, like, you see like the red and gold boot. Land. Land. Yeah. Like, oh. I, I, like, come on, they'll, they'll definitely. I, I think we have. I think we will definitely see him back at some point in the future. I, th- I think it's like the snake eating its own tail at this point. You're just like ruining the previous movies by being like, "Well, we got to pitch this well, one." Well, Connor, you're all, you're the proponent of those movies still exist. You know, you've always said that on the show. <laughs> Do you want to take just, that back or? I just, I just don't understand why you would do that. I just think it makes it better. Just leave it alone. It's fine. I just, it is like, it, no, it is like, I, like, I, you know, they shouldn't bring him back. Um, but I think that's, that would also justify it being a movie. Yeah, I don't no, think I, they'd get him in for a Disney fuck it, Now that you've said that, I can't not think that that's the reason why they've turned it into a movie. And I'm just like, yeah, they're definitely bringing him back in some form. Uh, hologram also, or real life him? I, hologram would be fucking amazing because that's batshit insane in the comics yeah. that they did that. Uh, now, the thing about it is, is that, and I don't, I don't know if this was faked or not, um, but I saw a thing on Twitter and apparently... Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. said something about Deadpool and like, oh, a character coming back from the dead? Imagine that. <laughs> oh, Robert. He, he's a fucker, though. <laughs> he just, he, he will thwart money, people. He's got more money than God. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and also, he hasn't been in great movies since he left TMCU. So oh, Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Not oh, fantastic. Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And it involves another reboot or a sequel, I suppose. From a, uh, from a movie series that was very big in the 90s and is no longer really talked about or cared about. And that is American Pie. With a new American oh. Pie sequel in the works at Universal. I mean, these movies are fine for the most part. Like, there was, wasn't was there an American Pie on Netflix a few years ago? Oh, like I American think, Pie oh, Reunion maybe, yeah. or something? Um, the original one, I do know, was made for like $11 million and it made like... $250 million. That's insane. Also, that, like, did really well. Like, that I, that was always on in Ireland. Like, it was yeah, always, non-stop. like, there was some movie channel always showing American Pie mm. for some reason. Yeah. And and I think, um, they, oh, sorry, they did release one on in 2020 on Netflix, but it did not, repeat, it did not receive a very good approval rating. <laughs> it was right. not very good. But I don't think these movies are meant to be good. And I think the sequels are going to go along the same road. You've just got an inbuilt audience that they're hoping will come back to watch it again. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's it. And you're watching it out of like, oh, well, I like the other ones. And then you'll just throw it on and it'll at least be fine. I think the earlier ones have a certain charm to them. Also, a lot of problematic shit in there. But like, you know, it was it was the time. Um, But like the era of like the parody movie is. Is it still. Is there a market for that anymore? Because I, I, now, what are you talking in parody? Are you saying American Pie, or are you thinking like um, scary, scary movie, movie. scary like movie, or like Naked Gun? Yeah, well, it, like even Naked Gun is it? Naked Gun to me is different than Scary Movie. Naked Gun is smarter than Scary. Naked movie. Gun is a very clever comedy, and some yeah. of the stuff in Scary Movie is really funny. Uh, like, not another teen movie, like that kind of parody movie. No, see, they, you know? they died because they became... They, they went from Naked Gun to, like, we're going to churn one of these out a year, and it's yeah. just going to be topical on whatever happened in 2007, and we're like just going to make jokes Spartans about... Yeah, like, we're just, like just going to make jokes about what happened in 2007, and that's it. Whereas Naked Gun, if it's on the TV now, you're going to watch it. Or Aeroplane. Yeah. You're going to watch it. Cause Aeroplane it's not, is fucking like, quality. Like, that's not a joke about, like, say, oh, a movie that came out in February of last year. It's, like, that's a joke forever. Like, the jokes yeah. will still land. This is just a funny joke. Like, the wordplay yeah. is funny. The actions are funny. So, like, American Pie was kind of a... I don't, like, I, I, can't, I don't even know what... It's kind of a parody movie of like college. I, I would say it's more like teen gross out comedy kind of thing. Like there was a few of them in like two, early 2000s, late 90s. This was like Van Wilder thing. and shit Va- like that. Van Wilder was there. Road Trip. Do you remember Road Trip? There was that Road one. Trip? Um, Your Trip. That was one. Uh, there was there was a load of them that were like, because American Pie, as I said, made a shit ton of money. And they're like, yeah. oh, People in this their late teens, early twenties, they fucking love this shit. And then you go too far the other way. And everyone's like, "Oh no, now I'm like 34. And I don't like it." <laughs> That's kind of a weird concept. I'm not into that anymore. Yeah. So, and I, I get, I, I guess it is nice as well to see like the cast come back and stuff like that. Like, I think yeah, they're all. Why, why not? Quite I, on board. I do think though that they're going to get a very rude awakening when nobody goes to see this. I think this is going to make nobody. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, this, this is. This is going to die a death, I feel like. <laughs> This is going to be like Dumb and Dumber 2. Like, yeah. if it was big in 97, it's probably a good chance it's, pr- it's not going to make a shit ton of money in 2023. But like, th- but we shouldn't, you shouldn't have to make, oh, let's do another American Pie. Just make a movie that is like, it's going to be the American the Pie of this generation. They're fucking cowards then. The, the, oh, because, you Sean, I think that's a bigger conversation. We could have a full conversation about <laughs> to be like, they're fucking terrified. They're just like, people like stuff like American Pie. Well, why don't we just put the American Pie name on it? And then we just put a different script out. And it'll be yeah. bad. It just, I, like, they have no faith in any original idea succeeding anymore. Which and Jordan Peele's just over at the side, just, like, making fucking bangers nonstop. Yeah, but then you have a bunch of, like, Jordan Peele attempted copycats come out, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's not as good, though, is it? <laughs> it's, not, it's not as good, because you just... It's, he, if Jordan Peele is Phil Collins doing the Tarzan soundtrack. Yes. But, like, him writing original screenplays. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, from to something that I think is, like, a pretty cool piece of casting. Um, Thunderbolts is coming to the oh. MCU. Um, it is indeed. And we have a bit of a rumour that perhaps Harrison Ford could be playing Thunderbolt Ross in the movie. Oh, okay. No, he's not. Because, that. okay, first of all, Harrison Ford hates everything and everyone. You think he wants to do fucking... Tony about Ross Green script. God help me if he has to do like motion capture for Red Hulk or something like that. I I would say if if he comes in, if Ford comes in, it's going to be two scenes. He's going to talk to the team or like give a speech, and he's in it out. Because I mean, obviously, sadly, William Hurt passed away in March yeah. of this year, and he was playing Thunderbolt Ross. So they, it's just a case of the team is called the Thunderbolts. He's Thunderbolt Ross. They probably would have want a Thunderbolt Ross in the movie. That's yeah, no, totally fair, and I totally understand that. Unless like they're na- he, they're named Thunderbolts in memory of him, and he's dead in universe or something like that. That, that. would make also pretty much sense, yeah. 
I also think if you have like an accomplished aged actor who passed away, I don't think you replace him with a man who's older than he was. Just from a, a casting perspective, I think that's a gamble. How old There's is Harrison Ford? There. There's a lot unsaid. Harrison Ford say. is going to die soon and they can't get him oh, into a no. very long contract. You can't say that. The man is 80 years old, Connor. And he hates everything. So much hate. But I think that hate is fueling him. I think he might live to 120. I think he's got no, he's good 40 in him. He's going to finish Indiana Jones and then he's just going to retire to like a ranch somewhere. And just tell people to fuck off when they come out. If, if any like travellers come by his home, he's just like, like, I need some help. My baby hasn't been fed for weeks. Well, your fucking baby will be fed. Keep going. <laughs> Go back the way you came. <laughs> so like, I just, I don't, I, I also think like, yeah, it's, it's cool, but I don't think he's, you know, Thunderbolt. I don't think he is the Thunderbolt Ross that, we should have in the MCU. I, t- I, I can see it. I, I can see it happening. You know that? I don't um, know. I don't I, know, man. I think it, I think he comes in and just does two scenes. I, I think if he sides on, they're not making him do any work because he's not signing on for work because he's like, I'll do as little as possible, especially because it's a franchise. I'm not doing a Samuel L. Jackson role here where I'm signing up for 10 films. I'm just here for this one and this one alone and then I'm out. That's fair, but they've I like I I know for a fact that they want to do Red Hulk, right? They want to do Red Hulk so fucking bad. And I don't like if you cast Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross in the Thunderbolts, you have to then have Harrison Ford in whatever origin story that they do for Red Hulk. Yeah. And that is going to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I could see it happening. Oh no, I hate it so much. Imagine Imagine having to try and talk him through it and him on the press tour. Just get him in for the press tour. Because people are like, whose workout routine, Harrison, did you think was the best? Sebastian like if he Stan hates, or Florence Pugh? If this man hates Star Wars fans, he is going to fucking actually <laughs> murder MCU fans. He's like sick of them. He's just like, lads, I just, I'm just sick of you. Because they do all the fun TikTok interviews and they'll be yeah. like, which character said this? And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> I did a job and I got paid. George Lucas ruined my life. Great, a great, uh, the great interviews you want to watch are him and Gosling when they're promoting. Oh yeah, um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and it's just fucking hilarious. The two of them are just so deadpan, but they crack yeah. each other up in terms of how sarcastic <laughs> which one of them can be. It's just great stuff. They're um, just not taking it serious. Yeah, just not taking it seriously at all. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news, Sean. And this is some pretty big news, and I think in any other week would be our big news story. And it is, once again, based around Marvel. It's been a very strange week, and just in terms of a lot of Marvel news coming out, um, yeah. that we kind of have to touch on. I, I like to kind of only have, like, one or two, but with the week that was in it, we kind of definitely had to touch on the thing later on. Well, it's, so, it's all the major movie news of the week, Connor. It's fine. And, and they own all of the movie studios, so what can we do? Um, but, Sean, Black Panther... Wakanda Forever star has confirmed that Namor's mutant origins will be in Wakanda Forever. So Namor Excellent. Um, is of course going to be the villain in Black Panther Wakanda Forever um, and will be played by Tenok Huerta. I think I'm getting that correct. I could be completely butchering it. Um, but one key attribute of Namor has obviously been hidden very, very well. Um, and that would be the fact that Namor is the original mutant in comic book uh, in the MCU, is he not? He he, he is. So it's, it's, look, it's debatable uh, because, like, technically you had, like, Apocalypse, who was in, like, ancient Egyptian times. Namor is technically, on a timeline, the first published mutant in Marvel Comics mm. because Namor is half Atlantean, so he has Atlantean physiology. He can breathe underwater. That's all fine. He also has little wings on his feet that let him fly. And that's not explained by him being from Atlantis. He can just do that. So he was born. I think they probably will take that out of the movie. I think he's going to have little wings. I think. <laughs> I just don't think logically that works. 
No, but the wings help him to fly, Connor. Make, make them fucking littler. <laughs> make, take them little wings. Make them fucking smaller. Not, not little enough. Go on there now. Um, so obviously, in uh, if you haven't seen Miss Marvel, um, there was a thing that happened yeah. at the end of that show that uh, you had a na 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 little bit of a line, a bit of a soundtrack in it. Um, Absolutely. And it in it might have sort of introduced the idea that there's mutants in the MCU. So now this coming out has also probably further enhanced that fact is that yeah. Namor is also a mutant in this universe. The also uh, in uh, She Hulk, which I know you're not keeping up with. Uh, the there's a like a web page. And like on the side of the webpage, it says man with metal claws involved in bar fight uh, as like a suggested story. It also says, and I think you would really like this. It's like there's another article and it's like, why is there a big hand coming out of the ocean? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> why is there a big hand? I do not know, but it seems like, the, the, you know, they're setting they're, they're setting all of this stuff up ready to go. Uh, mm. Mr. Immortal uh, was in, or the Immortal Man, he was in. Uh, She-Hulk this week. Uh, he's okay. a mutant. Uh, he's just he's just a mutant. He can he can't be killed. Uh, so like they are fluffing it all in. I did hear recently that the 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 way the contracts worked for those original like Fox X Men movies and like uh, Days of Future Past and Dark Phoenix and all is that those all those actors have contracts so that if those characters are portrayed in any film they have to be portrayed by those actors. And those contracts don't expire until 2025. Oh, shit. So it seems like they're just kind of gearing up and seeding things, you know, to be like, oh, and here's here's evidence of mutants popping Ah, up. And then you get the main team assembled after... The contract After the contract run out, that's fair. It would also be a case of they probably get first refusal to do it. So, like, it could be a yeah. case of like we're putting together the team. Like, would you like to be back as part, like Fastbender? Say, like you're yeah. signed on to twenty twenty five. We're going to give Magneto to somebody. Would you like to be Magneto? And obviously, he's going to say no. I probably don't because I did all those movies before. I was part of that whole different universe, and yeah. I don't really want to come back in. Um, and I think it's probably a cleaner cut you can't just pick some of them and not pick the rest of them it just doesn't really make any sense no but I also think this is why we're getting the the Deadpool Wolverine joint is because it's the same two actors portraying yeah. it yeah. so you don't have to worry about those contracts and things like that yeah so I mean Namor being a mutant as you said I think it's all just set up at the minute like they're properly a lot of foundation is going in slowly building this idea up um, and I'm pretty sure, like, Elizabeth Olsen was in the uh, news this week, and she was just like, oh, yeah, I could do a movie with the mutants. Let me do a movie with the X-Men. <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah. She's like, Scarlet Witch is a mutant. I, I could be a mutant. Why not? Or is she? Depends. Depends. Various things happen. Depends. Various things happen there. Um, a, a small bit of news that I want to get before we get to the big news, Sean. Community yep. movie finally happened at a Peacock. Yeah, I saw this. This is excellent news. Um, and so the six scenes of the movie thing is officially happening as Peacock has ordered, uh, the, not ordered, but the feature film is going to Peacock. They finally got the rights, uh, MC, NBC Universal. Um, they're ordering yeah. Community, the movie from Dan Harmon. Uh, after they won the right in a competitive situation. So this is 15 years after the series um, first came on screen, which is crazy. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it gets a wider release than just Peacock. I think Irish Netflix gets a lot of the Peacock stuff that they would have. Because we have community on Irish Netflix and stuff like that yeah. so it would make sense for that to be shown but I hope it's not just locked off on Peacock and because that, that'll just it'll just it, it'll end up with it being pirated which is one of the many reasons that community was cancelled uh, in the first place <laughs> so the the main thing we know there's probably obviously a lot of questions coming out of this the one or two big ones we don't actually know the answer to we do know Joel McHale Danny Pudi Alison Brie, Gillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, and Ken Young are all coming back. 
They're all locked in. Okay. They're all definitely coming back for this. So um, the core cast that lasted until the end, they're yeah, they're so, all coming back. More so, Mikhail, I think, is an executive producer on it. I think he really wants it to happen. Yeah, of course. Um, so where the big questions lie are with the next three, um, yeah. and that is Yvette Nicole Brown, who yeah. I think they'll probably get. I think I think she'll. I think come she'll back. be. I think she'll come in. Yeah, um, yeah. She came you, back in the last episode, I think. Yeah, uh, for a cameo. So, so I think um, she's still friendly. So then you also have a certain Chevy Chase, Sean. Not a fucking hope. <laughs> they could, like no they way. killed him. They killed him off. Like he's gone. <laughs> They'd rather not have him. And then lastly, you have obviously the biggest star out of all of them, Donald Glover. Yeah. I mean, I really want him to come back. I think it'd be odd if he didn't. Uh I think it would it, like it just because like, I know he was written out of the show, but I think it'd be odd to not have him in the movie at all. I, I, yeah, I think, I think they will get him. I think it's one of those where I suppose it's just about scheduling. Like they literally have to work it around him. I would say, yeah. even if you get him in for a day or two, like I don't think the movie will be set around him. But uh, fuck me, if you can get him for three months, set the whole script around Troy and Abbott. And let them be like the main driving force of the story, and then the rest of the team coming in behind. Because you kind of have to work off the fact of a lot has changed since two thousand and nine, when it was like this is Joel McHale's show. Whereas probably now, like Alison Breeze and fucking every Netflix show <laughs> possible yeah. that wins all the awards. Donald Glover is there. Like Jim Rash, I think has an Oscar now. Gillian Jacobs is killed it at all these shows. Like Danny Cooley's can- on Ducktales. Like, they could all carry, like, little bits of it now, a lot more than probably they could back then. And they're all much bigger names. Yeah, I, like... The the thing is, it's going to have to, like, tick certain boxes as well for fans. Like, you're going to have to do probably a Troy and Abbott in the morning bit. Or Mm. there's, you know, maybe it's just one big paintball episode again. Like, that kind of stuff. Because the and show was really like, creative. And, like, Dan Harmon. Like, even his name. Since, like, yeah. 2009. Like, I would just know. The Russo brothers will probably come back and help out on this. Honestly, like, yeah. Like, and just bring him on it. That'd be so good. That would be so good. But, yeah, Dan Harmon's done, like, Rick and Morty and shit since then. So and like I, think, I think Justin Lin, I think he worked on... I'm pretty sure, like, he's been doing all the Fast and Furious movies. Like, he starred on Community as well. And the Russo brothers. Because so, the Roosters knew him and they brought him in from film school. And we're like, yeah, you come in and direct a few episodes too. Like, it's yeah, pretty crazy like, where they all came from. It is. And it's it, it was like a breeding ground for just very creative production people. Um, mm. So, I, look, I'm if nothing else, I'm just happy that it got greenlit. Yeah. And, like, cause, you know, if it's as bad as season four, at least it's still community. And it's just yeah, one it last. Yeah, it still came out. Like, and the series still exactly. exists. Um, and so we're finishing off Movie Mondays this week, Sean, oh. with the news that I can only assume well, you were very excited about and or disappointed and or mildly okay with. There are the three options. Um, yeah. We have Hugh Jackman is confirmed as Wolverine coming back. His return in Deadpool 3. Okay. First of all, how dare they drop this on a Tuesday. Uh, still pissed off about that. I'm conflicted, right? Because... I, I I like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Hmm. I think that's a good character. I'm all for more mutant nonsense in the MCU. I've been talking with some people about this and just more mutants is always good. Uh, so all of that I'm on board with. Um, I just... it's Logan ended so, so well that I'm kind of like... I was quite happy if that was the last time I ever saw that version of that character on screen. Uh I said the same thing about Professor X, who also had a lovely end in Logan. Yes. And then came back in Doctor Strange and like, that's the last time we saw that character on screen. And it's it's probably, probably shouldn't have come back. It's fine. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. It's, not great. it's like a uh, mild movie. <laughs> overall, I would say I'm excited. Um, and I'm excited for just Deadpool 3 in general. I think like even without Wolverine, I'd be excited to have a Deadpool announcement. Uh, see, I think that this is the only card they could have played. I think, like, coming across, like, coming into the MCU, there was a whole bunch of, like, 
it's Deadpool 3 as well. Like, we've seen Deadpool. Yeah. We've seen him in the two movies. We understand the character. There was some draw, I suppose, to, like, seeing him interact with other people. But all the original people are all basically retired now, other than Hemsworth. And, like, he's probably not going to be appearing in the Deadpool movie. Like, it's not going to be That's Iron true. Man and Deadpool. Oh, we get to see Captain America and Deadpool. Like, um, so... Yeah. It, the main thing they had was, like, for years, we've always just had Hugh Jackman Ryan Reynolds just talking shit and just being ridiculous to each other and two very charming human beings who are very good at promotion and they're really yes. really good at this stuff um, and Reynolds just like dropping this on his Twitter page just a video randomly no announcement no anything he just drops it and like of course it ends because Ryan Reynolds I think he has like his whole team like his whole advertising crew or like his his marketing crew that he like works with specifically them for all of his movies that they're like so good like they're the best yeah. of the best um, and we've seen that with even Deadpool 1 where they released on February 14th just to fuck around one of my, one of my favourite videos ever to promote a movie is the Halloween Deadpool video where like he's with all the kids in the park and this is like oh, yeah. two years before and it's he's just like shouting at like all the kids about how they gotta be stronger, like they're all the X-Men. Um and it's so stupid. It's such a silly video that nobody else was doing stuff like that back then. And it was like, Oh, this is perfect. This is Deadpool. And so I suppose this is like the perfect way to announce it as well, in like a weird way in this like weird universe that he's created for Deadpool. Yeah, and like they're, they're like it's it, it it's a, it I think I don't okay, I'm trying to phrase this right, but I think like Hugh Jackman is not going to be the Wolverine in the MCU, the mainline universe. Mm. I don't think that's the case. I think this is just a little side adventure they're going on. I've heard theories as well that uh it's He's not playing Wolverine. He's just he. It's just Hugh Jackman, <laughs> which would be like, funny. It would be funny, um, but I think put him in the yellow suit at the very least, uh, like comic accurate yellow Wolverine suit. I'll be happy. I mean, it's what did we get a release date on this? Is it twenty twenty four that they said twenty twenty four release date? Yeah, it's scheduled for September sixth. So basically, oh. this time two years. Two years. Interesting. Uh, like I no, I like I I think I like this, but I'm like I, I oh man, I want I Deadpool though has been the most consistent character like between movies one and two, like they, I would say they're of equal quality. To be fair, I think um, one is slightly better, but like not by much. Yeah, so I like. I, but I don't think it'll take a wild dip like between Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder. No, I, I don't think so. I think especially like with the character we've seen, as you said, consistency with this character we've always had. And I think they've just got it from the very, very start. This is who the character is. I do yeah. think though, like it's like getting your Christmas present. Like it was like we really wanted a PlayStation 2 and we didn't get it the Christmas we wanted it. But like, a Christmas next year we got it and you're kind of like fuck I I still really wanted it but I didn't know I wanted it <laughs> because yeah. it was over I didn't know there was even an option that this was going to even happen and like I, I get how marketing works and you have to build hype for a movie um, but like what's the big thing in this movie then going forward I think the big thing like, is just them two like they, people want to see Deadpool and Wolverine like just sh- talking shit to each other no but there has stop. to be a story and a plot though otherwise that gets real fucking irritating I mean there fast. was very there was a very loose plot in Deadpool 2 Deadpool 2 I would argue had the the, the most with plot. Cable with Cable and all that going on and like the redemption of a child and you know <laughs> yeah I suppose learn your found family all that kind of thing um, like I, I don't I don't know what they're going to do, but I do like the idea of just them fucking fucking some lads up, like just like the two of them just who can't be killed, <laughs> like just absolutely butchering true people. Will it be R rated? Is my yes, question. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it has to be. I think. I it, yeah, because like it's Deadpool, like and it's like 
if we got if if Wolf, if the first time we see Wolverine in an MCU project is in an R-rated film, mm. that would be insane <laughs> because R-rate Wolverine should be R-rated all the time. Like, yeah, just on the the lethality of the man alone. Mm. But it's going to be very strange if this is, you know, PG thirteen Deadpool Wolverine. It's going to turn even into as violent like- as Logan. Like Logan was R-rated. And yeah, Logan was all rage, yeah. I And I do think these two, it's going to be a lot of improv. It's going to be a lot of cursing. I think it's going to be a lot of, yeah. like, fuck you, fuck you, like, as they drive along. Um, it's Sometimes that can also not be very funny. Like, I don't True. want to be... I that, It's it's like a tin line. Like, it's got to be just enough that it's funny, but, like, not enough that you just let the camera roll and we're like, right, we really need to write a script. We're just going to let them improv for an hour and a half. It's like... We probably have some sort of idea of what we're doing here. Taika, please. Taika, please. <laughs> Give me some structure here. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I seen this and I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. I can't wait to see it. And then I was like, does it ruin Logan? But yeah, then I thought, then they released a follow-up video of like, Logan takes place in 2029. So technically yeah. it's fine. The issue is, and I'm sure Hugh Jackman will be absolutely ripped, but I mean, the the man does look older <laughs> than he did in X Men One, which we're just like, okay, that's fine. Let's just forget about it. Yeah, I guess like you set it in like the you know the few years between uh, Days of Future Past and yeah uh, Logan, and like you just have Deadpool interact with Wolverine there, and then maybe just put him back at the end, and then he still dies at the end. What of if Logan. The, what if the villain was Scarlet Witch, and they just like went to fight Scarlet Witch to two of them? <laughs> That would be insane. That would be lunacy. <laughs> just like, like I'm, I, just, I'm just picking villains that they could fight. I mean, like, yeah. It's, you gotta, you gotta have someone that scales to both of them as well. And they are both, you know, similar enough in power and stuff like that. Um, but I, like, or just have them go up against, like, no one. Like, no threat at all. <laughs> And they and need the two the end, of them. <laughs> at, and they're working their way up the tower of Marvel Studios to get to Kevin Feige to get him to put Deadpool in the MCU. I, yeah, like you're, you turn into like um, a Rick and Morty episode or like a, a Teen Titans go to the movies. Like it's like, it's aware that it's a movie and it's just like them trying to be in a movie. It's, I suppose, but Deadpool can talk to the camera so he can get away with it. Like Deadpool has that. That's true, and he, like, you know, yeah, it's, like, who's a good, I'm trying to think of a good villain. I, I don't know, I, I I see this news and I was immediately, like, hyped. I'm like, this is a fucking great idea. And then I was like, how are they going to make this good? <laughs> I was, like, trying to logically figure it out with my brain to be like, can what if this is bad? Like, what and are we going to do? What if this is bad? <laughs> That's going to be awful if this is bad, Connor. Because we've all just wanted this for so long. And I think this was the golden ticket they needed to get Deadpool, like, smashed into the MCU. He's bringing Wolverine with him. Not only is he bringing Wolverine, he's bringing Hugh Jackman Wolverine with him. And that's, like, yeah. the golden ticket. You've got Reynolds and Jackman coming in together as a one-two punch. I just have no idea where this movie's going to go. And that's quite kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, it's just, but, like, the first trailer is going to be... But I, I also get the sense that they don't have any idea <laughs> where it's going to go. Yeah. No, I think, like, Ryan Reynolds says in that joke video, he's like, oh, I've, I've nothing. I've no ideas. <laughs> that's probably that's fairly Fair accurate. enough, Ryan. It's probably true. Um, I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays, Sean. What a week of Movie Mondays, Connor. Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thanks goes out to everyone over on the Patreon that continues to support the show. Uh, Shout-outs, of course, to Roisin, Chunky Loves Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Spooky Waffles, Bones Rattling, Ghosts Wailing, Wolves Howling, David Clark. Pardon? I'm scared. Sorry, I was just got a bit terrified there. It's okay. You got you got a bit spooked. It's all right. <sighs> it's all right. Uh, David Clark, Sean, chuck it in the wash, and it'll be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Helmroos, Lil Dicky, Funny Observation, McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Lord Smish, two M's, one Y, but not where you think. 
Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty and Buster. Thank you all for your support. We hope everyone enjoyed the Lego Batman review that we put out on the Patreon there last week. Uh, Very, very fun movie uh, if anyone hasn't seen it. And if you'd like to hear us talk about it, head on over to Patreon. $5 or more a month gets you access to that and everything we've ever reviewed up there. Uh, there's also a merch store link below, here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter's at here's for hire pod. The four is a number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's discussion group. Instagram is here's for hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. We shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye. 